You're listening to the Ushering in Life podcast. And on season one, we'll be discussing the journey of pregnancy loss. Now, this is a topic that is slightly taboo. However, it shouldn't be. As one in four women and couples experience it. On this first episode, I felt it would be perfect for my husband and I to share our story. You ready? Yeah. Let's pray first. Dear Heavenly Father, first we want to give you honor and glory on today, because all the glory and honor belongs to you. We pray today, as we are making this podcast, that you guide our words, they be with us today, and we just pray that everyone that's listening will be encouraged through our story that we share, and just let your light shine through this conversation let your glory be shown and just guide us and everyone else pray in the name of the father amen 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 well this is quite the conversation we're having and on such a significant day this week has been our bereavement birth week of the loss of our first pregnancy. And so I just would love to open the floor so we can, one, introduce ourselves, and they have not heard from you, so this would be perfect for you to tell them who you are. Yeah. Oh, my name is Darren. I'm from Texas. I'm in the Air Force. I've been in for over five years now, stationed here in California. Uh, I have an engineering degree. Uh, And it's where I met my wife. And I'm Sonia, a doula, student midwife, and holistic wellness educator, navigating military spouse life as we've been married a little over two years. And we met, had about three or four dates, (laughs) grilled each other to a crisp. And after having confirmation, knew that we were going to be married. Yeah, there were quite a few confirmations that just made it obvious for us. So... Yeah, we got engaged. I proposed to her at her door, actually. Wrote a poem uh, that was called The Open Door. Kind of made it symbolic. And then after that, about a month later, then we were married and we wanted to enjoy being newlyweds also discussing our desire to start a family yeah and i believe that 
our connection and the process of becoming married and just our marriage has flowed so effortlessly. When we decided to begin trying, we were not estimating that it would be a little bit of a challenge for us. Yeah, I never expected that it would be as hard as it is. I kind of thought it would be simple, easy, just get pregnant and then have the child. And I guess we never uh, included like ever having a miscarriage. Yeah, experiencing loss. And so I remember we decided to begin trying and immediately got pregnant. And I believe that that was a shock for myself being in the birth world and having education in regards to birth. I thought it would take us a couple of months. However, we immediately had gotten pregnant. And the interesting thing about that was we were so excited. I remember us calling all of our friends and family. We never really had any thought of just waiting for the first trimester to see how things went. We just were full of excitement. Yeah, I told my family they were excited. I think my mom was the first one that I told. So I remember how she uh, brought the news to me. It was on February 14th. It was Valentine's Day. She had a box in the kitchen. I thought she had bought me a gift or something. So she opened the box. Well, I opened the box and saw what was in it. It was like a, a onesie and some little baby shoes. And she showed me the pregnancy test and it said that she was positive. And that was really exciting news for the both of us. Yeah. So we just did not expect to, weeks later, um, be going through the process of loss, especially because I was experiencing all of the symptoms of pregnancy, nausea, fatigue, all of the cravings, you name it, I had been experiencing it. Yeah, it's experiencing all those things, so we thought everything was going good. And then I started to spot, and the bleeding just became a little heavier than usual, and so... I remember us both being quite concerned and it was in the middle of the night and so we went to the emergency room. Yeah, we went to the emergency room in nearby town. So we got there, took her there. Uh, We had to wait for a little bit. Then we got in the, the room and they did some tests. And after they did their test, we waited for a little bit. I was still hopeful that, you know, there was some good news. And then the doctor came back in and told us what was happening. And before he said anything, I was hoping that he would come in and say, uh, just normal, what was going, what was happening. And, but then out of his mouth, 
said miscarriage. Mm-hmm. And I think we both were hopeful that it was just going to be implantation bleeding, but yet it was our first pregnancy. So we wanted to verify. And this is almost where my experience is a little twofold because not only was I experiencing it as the woman being pregnant, but I also have the mindset of a birth worker. And so when we had initially gone into the emergency room and had taken tests and the testing started, the first one was blood work. And the next one, they had like told me my HCG levels and they were so high. So it did indicate pregnancy. And then we did an ultrasound and the ultrasound tech didn't know my background or what I did. And I'm sure that she didn't estimate that I could also read the ultrasound. So it was an interesting feeling because my husband was so, you were so full of hope and faith and just everything is going to work out. And while we're all in the room, I'm looking at the screen as she is doing the ultrasound and she's not saying anything. She's just kind of moving the probe and clicking and taking pictures of different screenshots. And I remember being able to read the screen and just having this knowing that things were not going to end very well. And I didn't know how to communicate that to my husband. I remember in my mind going back and forth between should I tell him what I've seen and witnessed on the screen or should I allow for the doctors to confirm what I believe that I had saw? And it was so interesting because you were just so full of faith. And I didn't know if I wanted to be that person that essentially like brought the hanger down, you know? And so I remember us going back into the room and you offering words of encouragement and just kind of continuously speaking into me. And then when the doctor came in and shared the news with us. I want to share the news. I don't know. It's. I guess I was still hoping that there would be some kind of good news, but I guess the ultrasound kind of confirmed the miscarriage that we were going through. Mm-hmm. And. The ER doctor was not an OBGYN, so the conversation was very, this is what I think that's happened. This is what I think is happening, but I also need to refer you out to your OBGYN tomorrow. So it was almost like we had spent the entire night and morning in limbo. And um, the next day we had an OB appointment and I once again got checked he had he had done a probe ultrasound, which is a little bit different than a topical ultrasound. It's an actual insertion ultrasound. And when he had done that, it moved the sac. And my goodness, the bleeding started, the cramping started, and we had gotten the confirmation that we were experiencing pregnancy loss. Yeah, that was... 
that was a hard time. I don't. I remember after that we we left. And I guess for me, I just wanted to keep my mind busy. I guess keep it off of it. And I was gonna go to Home Depot and buy some stuff, buy some wood to start building on a project that I had started a little while before. Mm-hmm. And I think this was the first moment where I realized that as we were processing this news, we both were going to grieve differently and how to hold the space for both of us in the way of which we grieved. And so I remember us being on the drive home and you asking me if you can stop at Home Depot. And I almost feel like a woman reacts in two ways. The first way is like, did you not just process the news? What? But because I feel like I know you so well, I immediately understood, okay, he needs to build and do what's intrinsic to him because he is grieving right now. And it had instantly started. So I believe that my pain level was about out of four and... Um, you stopped at the Home Depot and I remember you quickly getting the items that you needed and us going home. And on that car ride, it was like my pain level went from a four to a nine. And I remember you having to pull over on the side of the road and I just essentially kind of like got out of the seat and turned around and hugged the passenger seat with my knees in the seat rocking back and forth because the laboring pains were so intense. So when we had finished the ultrasound with the doctor, he had kind of did the, it's going to feel like a light period. And he immediately went to let's schedule a DNC. And my process was... I needed to wait and explore my options. And being from a holistic background, I initially thought I don't want a DNC. I would prefer for things to just happen naturally because I have faith in my body and I believe my body knows what to do. And so there was no guidance from that point forward. It was just, it's gonna feel like a light period. And so on that car ride, I was like, this is not a light period. These pains, absolutely not. And so we sat on the side of the road for probably about 15 minutes before things started to subside enough for us to be able to drive home. Yeah. And then when we got home, I mean, all I could do was just be there for her. Just get her whatever she needed, try to comfort her any kind of way I could. And just at that moment, that's all I could do for her. Mm-hmm. And we have a dog. We have a great Pyrenees. We have called him Maxie. <laughs> and it was my first time realizing how just intrinsic dogs are he just had this knowing it was like he knew exactly what was going on 
And so I remember him as well as my husband, Darren, sitting next to me the whole entire time, whether I was in the room, in the bed or in the bathroom, both of them sitting at the bathroom door and Maxie just kind of knowing. And there was a part in the laboring process where I think I had just kind of grasped and gotten some air enough to acknowledge that they were physically there with me. And I remember looking at your face and you just had this look, this like gloss in your eyes of if I could take this pain from you and if I could help you, I would. But essentially, my body just needed to do what it knew how to do best. And so I think it's important from a male's perspective to talk about how you felt in that moment and what you feel like you could do. Well, uh, for me, I guess it, I had no idea how long a miscarriage would take, like the process. Like it took like a couple of months, actually, I think. Well, the actual miscarrying process took us about three days so we like labored for three days but the healing took months yeah yeah I never imagined it would take that long and like I said all I could do was just be by her side the entire time and just allow her to go through what she was going through and feel what she was feeling you know just being patient and being compassionate with her and just getting her whatever she needed. Mm -hmm. And I remember there would be moments where I had been essentially on the toilet for hours and there was so much blood and you would take me back to the bed when I would be able to lay down and bring me tea and then you would go outside and I was just here knocking and building going on and so it was interesting because I knew even though you were so connected and so present with me you were also having your own experiencing and processing and so I didn't realize what you were building I just kind of took it as you were completing a project but once we miscarried I remember you taking me downstairs and showing me that you had framed out our garden in the backyard and it was so symbolic to me it was almost like the silver lining that needed both of us needed to understand like rebirth happens and growth will happen too yeah for me I guess building things and constructing things has always been my go-to. Every time like hard times come or grieving times, I just kind of need something to get my mind off of it for a little bit. Or that's just my way of just trying to get through it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important for couples to know that you could physically and emotionally share the same experience but the way you grieve is different and so for days weeks at a time after I 
essentially was in bed, resting, trying to physically heal. And I remember you coming to me one day and saying, let's go on a walk. And I was like, I do not want to walk right now. But I'm so happy we did because that was the first time we were able to verbally communicate. And I remember going on that walk and you asking me some significant questions. Do you remember what those questions were? Yeah, I asked you how you were feeling spiritually, mentally, and physically. Mm -hmm. And I think after asking each question, something that came to mind was I was almost like wallowing in all of my thoughts in the process, which is absolutely normal. But once you had asked me, how are you feeling emotionally? It almost gave me my bearings to actually process and pinpoint this is what I'm feeling right now in this moment. And I was so thankful for that. Yeah, for me, I needed to know exactly where she was standing. So I can be helpful in the moment and the process that we were going through and just wanted to comfort her, encourage her uh, through the moments and just do what I can. But for me, it was important to know exact exactly where she was standing. Mm-hmm. And I think it was also a aha moment to me when you asked me those questions that while we both had this physical experience of miscarrying I had not communicated what my needs were because it was almost like I didn't know and so I was so thankful that you positioned yourself willingly to decide to help right and it really confirmed to me that this wasn't just an experience I was having or this just wasn't something a woman went through, but it was something that we go through as a couple. And while I may physically have bared the weight, you very much were present and emotionally were bearing it too. Yeah. And it's also important to communicate in these types of situations So you both can experience it together and go through it together and and get through it together and and just realizing that you're in it together. I think this experience for the both of us brought us closer together than anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it really reinforced oneness for sure. So I just want to end it off with this scripture, Matthew 5, verse 4. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. So this scripture, with this scripture, regardless of what we will go through, I mean, life is it's going to be hard sometimes, and you're going to mourn and grieve. But regardless of these things, just know that we will be comforted by God. God is always with us. And if we allow God to show up in our lives in these moments, he can give us a peace and comfort that goes beyond our understanding. Mm -hmm. 
And as we continue to share our story within the first season of this podcast and talk about our journey to healing and ways that we've grown just deeper in our relationship with each other and our faith, we'll continue to share our journey and the tools that we are finding that have been helpful in healing and really surrendering our pregnancy story and building a family to whatever season God has for us to do that in.